do work, get fit, get mo. The Momentum Fitness Podcast. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Momentum Fitness Podcast. Uh, we have with us with us Jackie Barstead. Hey, everyone. And a special guest today, Coach Seth, will be joining us on the podcast. Hello, everybody. How's it going? So welcome, Seth. So what we want to do with Seth on today is talk a little bit about um, a coach's journey, uh, some of the fun obstacles they've been able to conquer, some of the new goals they have, and we're going to focus on Seth and ask him some questions. So Seth, without further ado, tell us a little bit about yourself. yourself. Give us that 30-second elevator pitch. Um, well, I am a Minnesota native, born and raised, um, absolute dear to my heart, favorite state ever, but Wisconsin comes close. Um, studied uh, kinesiology um, in college, and I just kind of fit into this mold of just enjoying fitness and working on my fitness journey, as well as helping other people improve in various ways, whether it's through physical activity, uh, emotional, spiritual, anything like that. I love seeing people um, improve themselves and just kind of working on um, bettering themselves. Awesome. So looking back when you were entering into college, did you come into college already knowing you wanted to do kinesiology? No, no, not at all. I had zero plans. Um, I'm not much of a planner if you know me well enough. And so of course I entered college with zero plans. Um, but I had an idea of maybe physical therapy. Uh, my brother, he's uh, special needs and we always went to his uh, PT appointments and I thought it was super cool. Um, how they could take his body and make it move and make it better um, in areas it lacked. So I kind of had an idea of that. So I took one anatomy course my spring semester of freshman year. And as hard as it was, it was super, it was just one of my favorite classes I've ever taken, one of the coolest experiences ever. And so from there, I kind of was looking at the PT realm, but uh, I did not take my first couple years of college super seriously, um, which I did, but can't change that. Um, but I stuck with the kinesiology realm and uh, I just found myself every single class I took that was kins was just, um, just out of this world. It was super cool to see, um, how this can be, um, a career for myself, something I enjoy as well as, um, just improve upon my own skills. Excellent. Well, I, and you, you said PT and I know that you were headed that way, but kind of, you ended up with momentum. Tell us the story, how you ended up here versus your PT route. Yeah. So, um, well, long story short, uh, COVID came uh, during my last semester of college and I needed an internship to uh, graduate. And so initially at the time I was looking at a couple different places, more hospital related, um, just to kind of get that PT idea. Cause I was still kind of looking at um, some sort of PT school or maybe even um, phys or a PT assistant school and um, hospitals kept closing and they kept saying we're not going to accept any um, any interns and um, I was like all right this Hail Mary shot I'm gonna just apply to this place called Momentum Fitness never heard of it um, and then I was like I remember my phone call with you Jim we had an interview and um, you were just very energetic and excited. I'm just like, what am I getting myself into? Because I remember, too, one thing for sure, you mentioned sales. I was like, I am not good at sales. And so I was a little bit nervous, but I was like, all right, I needed to graduate, and, you know, we'll see where this goes. And um, lo and behold, I mean, I wasn't expecting to be here this long or enjoy it this much, but here we are, and I'm just loving every minute of it. So lucky you guys kept me around. Um, sometimes you pay me, sometimes you don't, but... Um, either way, I sh <laughs> that's kind of a running joke from my, uh, from my classes. Yes. I'm a volunteer <laughs> half the time. Um, so, but no, it's been really awesome. I didn't, yeah, 
I just didn't expect to find a place that I could just fit right into and um, just never really regret going to and never regret coming here. Awesome. Yeah, we remember the COVID-19 time when we talked about some of the positives from it. You come up in that conversation because you came in as an intern. I think you had probably the best overall results from the internship <laughs> yeah. yep. from when you came in day one to how you, you know, your current fitness level now. Mm-hmm. Um, looking back, what was some of your greatest takeaways from being an intern to kind of how that evolution has started and where it's currently going? Um, for me, I don't know, kind of changed when I went to college too, but I've just always been involved and I've always been a little bit of an introvert um, into myself. I mean, if you get to know me, I really, I mean, I can talk and talk and talk, but it takes me a little bit to get out of that shell as well as just having overall confidence in myself um, in this kind of job setting. And so uh, biggest takeaways were just kind of being confident about what you know um, and confident what what you don't know. It's okay to um, say you don't know anything or you don't know something, but you need to research it um, and that you'll get back to someone about it. So um, that was one big takeaway was um, just being confident in who you are and what you have for knowledge wise and always be um, always be learning stuff. Um, I mean, at this point, I'm taking my L2 this weekend, which is super exciting. So I'm always trying to learn something from either that or just from every person I meet. Um, another big takeaway too, I think, was just like you mentioned, my overall health. I knew um, last couple of years of college, I was really focusing on school, which is good. Um, but that was also long distance relationship with my um, current girlfriend, now wife, Grace, and um, I just wasn't taking care of myself. And I was like, all right, I remember you said like, oh, overall fitness is um, not required for the internship, but uh, maybe recommended as soon Highly as you encouraged. said that. Yes, yes. And I was like, all right, I need to start running, which is, as you guys know, or some of you know, uh, not my favorite thing either. At least it wasn't then. Um, so I remember during COVID, I got me out of the house, just started running and trying to get a little bit more fit. But from there, I mean, I've, gosh, I've lost, um, I don't even know how much percent body fat, but just overall, just healthier, um, probably the healthiest I've ever been, which is really cool. Excellent. Um, when you think of your journey and everything, what were some of the biggest challenges that you faced in the form of your current role, how your role has evolved, any sort of new business ideas or sales tactics you've learned, um, and any projects you've taken on that have either been difficult or things that you've really enjoyed? Um, I'd say some challenges right off the bat would be um, just kind of in a way, not being my own boss, um, but having a big role of my job. And like I can construct my own schedule. I obviously can choose who I reach out to and who I want to work with. So kind of that, um, in a way, my own roster construction was um, definitely a little bit of a good curveball, but one I wasn't necessarily used to. I always like to compare myself to like a system quarterback. You can just plug me in and I'll be good. But if you kind of need me to ad lib and go off the ball, uh, that's not necessarily my strongest suit. Um, But that's been fun to work on. I feel like I've gotten better in that. Um, And then another challenge too, which is kind of being a little bit more timely. Um, I've always struggled with uh, being on time in general for things or organizing things. I'm not much of a planner. Any time I got a planner in school, I'd always just throw it out because I never used it. I maybe used it for two days beginning of the school semester and um, always threw it out. So being able to kind of in a way take control and improve that part of myself too is getting a little bit better at time management, a little bit better at uh, what I want my schedule to be. Yeah. For those listening, one of the things that we focus on is entrepreneurism with all of our coaches and it's their ability to sell themselves and the services that they offer. Um, And 
I think Seth, you've really stepped up to fully understand that role. And what is it? What's your niche? What are you able to, um, how can you apply what you're able to do with everybody and tailor it to each individual in something that isn't learned um, in a book? It's kind of learned through experience and mm-hmm. you've taken those experiences as the quarterback or system quarterback. You're going to throw a couple picks, but overall, I think you've really been able to read the defense mm-hmm. and understand <laughs> that. So um, I guess let's go to a fun question where uh, what would you say now you've been in this role? It's coming up on two years. What myths do you think are out there with this job and other challenges or what do, what would you say others say your job is versus what it really is? Um, maybe one myth, um, at least I think that it's a myth is maybe that's easy or easier than let's say like a, um, a chemist or, you know, something super smart. You go to, um, lots of gears for school for, but, um, it's definitely not easy. There's been a lot of learning curves and, um, I think one person that comes to mind, especially is Craig, like just the wealth of knowledge he has and just seeing that comparison of like, oh yeah, like he, he worked his absolute butt off to get there. And so, um, it's definitely not easy. That's for sure. I mean, I, I think some people think you can just walk in and if you just yell really loud and, uh, tell people good job, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of it. That's the job, but there's a lot more that goes into that too. Um, I think we've all joked about it, how with personal training sessions, they almost become therapy sessions too, where you just really get to talk to someone, you talk about the problems if they have any, and uh, really just get to know them as a person. So there's a lot of um, interpersonal communications too that really uh, play a role that are um, kind of like you mentioned earlier too, not really um, something you can get from a book, a lot of experience there. Yeah, Craig's a great resource. Craig, Coach Craig has had I think as much experience in the field as all three of us combined um, in the in the realm of fitness. And he's been great as far as uh, taking some of our young interns or young coaches under his wing just to kind of teach him stuff that he has done that have been successful. So they don't make the same mistakes that have happened and they can grow at a faster rate. Well, you mentioned Gracie. Why don't you talk a little bit? How did you guys meet and what new things are going on in your life? Well, um, if I'm going to be honest, the first time we met, or maybe one of the first times, um, she had her 21st uh, birthday party, and she had a couple friends in college that she knew, and they all had birthdays right after each other. So they had a huge, like, you know, just classic college party, you know. Um, And so I got invited because I knew some friends of hers, and um, I went and maybe had a little bit too much to drink. But uh, I remember at one point, I, I used to have lawn flowing hair too, like think Fabio except uh, black or brunette. And, and better. And better too, <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and she's like, oh my gosh, can I braid your hair? And then I'm, I'm never going to turn that down. I was like, sure, of course, you can braid my hair. That'll be fun. Um, so she braided it and then um, I was sick the rest of the night, so then I went home. But um, so who knows? I mean, we never would have thought we would have ended up together because then about uh, maybe three, four months later, we started chat- chatting a little bit. Um, we went to Devil's Lake, was kind of our unofficial, official first kind of date. Um, and then it kind of just took off from there. And um, fast forward a couple of years, we are happily married, uh, about a year and four months under our belt, and a kid on the way very soon. So um, kind of just a crazy last couple, uh, almost five years now together, which is really cool. It's awesome. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. So... All right, let's go with another fun question. Um, let's go with 
sorry to keep people listening, but okay, here's a fun one. If you could have coffee with any historical figure, who would you choose and why? See, I was thinking about this one. This is tough. Um, I think one of them was Da Vinci, just because, I don't know, the stuff he created, invented, and just the artistry, I think, is really interesting. Um, I'm not really a history nerd, but I kind of am, so I kind of like that uh, more, not mythological, but just more kind of interesting historical pieces. Um, Another one, too, I was thinking of was one of the Twelve Apostles. I can't really think of any, but um, along with my faith... um, in and of itself, but just the historical context too. I think that time is really interesting. So like um, John the Baptist, I think would be really interesting. I know Jesus would be kind of be the cliche, so I won't say him, but he would also be in the running too. Um, but I think, I don't know, just that time frame in the world is really cool to me. Cool. Cool. Um, what's one of the most important lessons uh, lessons you've learned over the course of either your career or if you're able to look back at your 18-year-old self to now, what'd you tell them? Um, I think one of the most important lessons I've learned, and this has been over my whole life, is just being honest. Um, I think, I mean, you can get away with stuff, you can lie about stuff. One that doesn't, that never sits well with me personally when I do that. Um, but I always just find, especially if you're in trouble, if you tell the truth, it's just, it goes so much easier. People really appreciate the truth. Um, I definitely struggle telling hard truths. So maybe if it's maybe brutal honesty is one of the words you could use. Um, I do find trouble with that sometimes where people really need to hear the truth in a nice way as well. Um, But, you know, for example, getting into a pickle at your job or maybe with your spouse or something else, it's always just, I found so much easier and so much better to be honest upfront. Um, I just find situations work a lot better and then people trust you more and they kind of just appreciate you for who you are. Good answer like that cool do you have questions for him jackie yeah so going off that what would um what would uh your friends and i guess the members say about you like <laughs> you know what would, so it's like that's something i think that's so important what you just said mm-hmm. the honesty laying it out on front and being up front with people but now and and i mean i would say that about you but go broad so if i was to go to your four o'clock class tonight and say, all right, everyone write down something about Seth. What are they going to tell me? Um, as long as you don't go to the 5 p.m. class, they would, uh, <laughs> that would be a whole different experience. 4 p.m. is okay, a little bit nicer to I want to know what they're going to gonna say too then. You brought that <laughs> up. staying all evening. Um, I think dramatic and sarcastic would probably be the big two, especially dramatic. Depends who you ask. Um, but I think um, easygoing and fun-loving as well as supportive, I hope, are ones in the mix as well. Um, I was talking to my 6 a.m. class. I have, um, I won't name any names, but there's a couple of people that show up a couple minutes late consistently, and I love and um, just enjoy their presence. Um, but I give them a little, little crap when they come in. Um, but one of them said, "Hey, at least we're not getting punished." And then another one chimed in and said, "Oh, he, he just can't punish people. He can't do it." So, like I said, kind of the easygoing factor of just like I understand. Um, I don't know. I'm just understanding. That'd be another one too. Just kind of go with the flow like awesome. it yeah there's something else you brought up earlier too when you're explaining and it was it was kind of cute how you got in here but i kind of thought of this i'm like well it, you kind of fit in with the group because i think it takes a special kind of weird <laughs> to kind of fit in with us yeah. all right it's mm-hmm. like we all have our little quirks and it's like you bring it you bring that special kind of weirdness to us Good. i'm glad <laughs> we love that <laughs> well thank you for that well i'm glad we were able to get to know you a little bit more is there anything that 
we didn't ask you or anything you haven't been able to share that you want to share with the group? Um, gosh, I mean, there's so many things at the same time. Um, I don't know. I, I like movies. So there was a question here, uh, favorite three movies you'd recommend. Um, I, I get out there. I don't get super crazy, but at the same time I kind of do. So a couple movies I like if you are needing movie night for date night or just bored. Um, the Lighthouse as William Defoe and Robert Pattinson. Very weird, very out there. Um, so I understand if you don't like it, but give it a shot. It's pretty cool. Um, also, like Star Wars, Marvel, all those movies. Um, and some classics too. Like I like Kill Bill. I like a lot of Quentin Tarantino um, as well as The Big Lebowski is always a fun one too. So kind of just those, I don't know, just cult classics I really like. They're just kind of set in their own time period. Um, so I think those are fun. Awesome. Uh, do you listen, do you read books? Uh, not as much as I used to. I probably should. I've been reading a little bit more trying to. Um, I don't know if I could name three, which is kind of sad, but one favorite one I read in college was uh, The Book Thief, um, which for those of you that don't know, it's about um, Nazi Germany and this Jewish girl. Um, again, it's been a while since I've read it, but she basically her, in a way, fictional story about um, going through the Holocaust and what that was like. And um, it just has such a beautiful way with words. There's so many quotes I still have written down that were just like, just the way the author uses the words are just amazing. So that was a really good read. Um, and then did you ask podcasts or just books? Yeah. Podcasts. What kind of podcasts do you like? Um, that depends too. Um, as Jim, as you know, uh, big uh, fantasy football guy here. Um, so I got to shout out one of my group of friends. Uh, they're called the Fantasy Football Fellas, and they are starting to really explode. Um, so if you ever want to check them out, go for it. Otherwise, um, I like a lot of um, movies and dissecting movies and talking about little details you may have missed, um, as well as any mer or mystery ones. So there was this really good one called um, Astray. I think it was by iHeartRadio, and it talked about... Um, Western uh, pilgr pilgrimages to India, so um, kind of like me taking a trip to India or um, any kind of white person going to India. It was very interesting because there's a lot of um, disappearances um, in India from like the Americas and the UK and stuff like that. And it was just really kind of eerie and creepy because um, it's like happening now today. And so it was just very interesting mystery to it and it's open-ended because they're just that's just what happens over there so i thought that was really uh really had me kind of listening more and more and just kept i couldn't put down the podcast and so i'd find excuses to walk my dog even more uh just so i could listen to more episodes but that one was really cool too awesome well, good all right seth i think you answered all of our questions did we leave anything out there um no not really i mean that's pretty much who I am. Um, there's more to me, obviously. Uh, big Minnesota Vikings fan, so I got to get out there for my Packer fans. Um, did, beat you, did beat you week one, and so um, I will always hold on to that as my Super Bowl for the year. In the event that they do actually win the Super Bowl, um, then obviously I'll have a better trophy. But um, there's always next year, I think, is a common saying in Minnesota. So yeah. that would be kind of another <laughs> big piece of me. But. Yeah, by next year you mean the New Year's Day game. <laughs> yeah exactly hopefully get a, bring it back when it matters yeah yeah well you'll you'll have to come out swinging hopefully hopefully well cool well Seth thank you for being on the podcast today yeah thanks thanks for having me appreciate it and we'll see everybody next time
the Momentum Fitness Podcast. Listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, and anywhere quality podcasts are heard. Be sure to leave a five-star rating and a comment if you'd like. The Momentum Fitness Podcast.